America, do you want an entertaining podcast? One that makes you smile, one that makes you feel inspired, one that makes you listen and say, wait, I got five more minutes. I'm not going to go into work yet. I want to listen to what he has to say. Well, this podcast is the podcast for you. It's the Big Brother Jake podcast. He's a man of the people. He's a man that would do what it takes to entertain the masses and the asses. He likes ass. You know that, right? He's an ass guy. Well, oh, sorry. Just kids listening. The Big Brother Jake podcast is for the people. I said that already. I don't want to read this no more. Listen, he loves tacos. He loves America. He loves the people. Most of all, he loves his podcast. And why not listen and give 45 minutes of your week to the Big Brother Jake podcast? He will not disapprove. Besides, I'm Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. And I approve this message. So enough of all this stuff. I'm tired of election season. I'm tired of these stupid commercials. Let's go ahead, hit the open, and let's do a damn good show for the people because the people deserve great content. All right? Let's go, baby. Woo! Jake Warner was at the control. So sit back, relax, and check this joint out right here. Jake. No. Okay, here we go. So good to be back. This podcast is for the people. No, nobody knows who I am. Jake. Live from the Big Brother Bungalow in Southern California. Ready to talk a bunch of nonsense with you. I can't stand them. It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's the Big Brother Jake Podcast. I am your host, Big Brother Jake, a.k.a. Jake Warner. My government name. Welcome to the show. You can listen to the show on SoundCloud.com slash The Big Brother Jake Podcast. You can go to iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or TuneIn. Type in the search The Big Brother Jake Podcast and boom, you're in there. Have y'all had enough of those stupid campaign ads? I had to do one just to, you know, be a fool because I act a fool and all that. So hold on. Let me get started with the show. I got my mask on because the coronavirus is hitting us pretty bad, right? You know, it's worldwide panic out here. Wear your masks, everyone. Don't get it. Man, you know what? <laughs> Let me say something. We're going to talk about this right now because there's something that's really upset me about the coronavirus. Dead ass serious. You know, here's the thing. The flu has killed more people than the coronavirus. And people act like the coronavirus just came out. If you look at a Lysol can from 5, 10, 15 years ago, if you spray around and clean your areas, the coronavirus is listed as one of the things you can catch. If you don't use their product. But no, people are dying from it. So we got to do something about it. Oh, no, it's a pandemic, everybody. Everybody panic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? People are dying in Washington. Two confirmed deaths. People are dying all over the planet. What do we do? What do we do? Let's go buy food. Let's go buy water. Let's go hide. Listen. Oh, my God. People, please listen to me. It's simple. If you sneeze or cough, do it into your arm. If you, I don't know, get sick, stay home. I don't know, if you use the bathroom or you get home from being outside, wash your hands. It's really not that complicated. Seriously. Yes, I know there's an outbreak. And I'm not making light of it by any stretch whatsoever. But look, I've worked in the media for over 20 years. And 
their motto, if it bleeds, it leads. So as insensitive as some things may be, if it sounds sexy enough, the news will lead with that. And because this is a worldwide epidemic right now, oh yeah, they're going to lead with that, the coronavirus. I am so tired of things that, you know, stare people. It's ridiculous. And if you think this is the first time that there's been worldwide panic and that the media covers something just for the sake of having news, well, I got news for you. Remember in 2000, there was a little thing called Y2K and that if you didn't get, I don't know, the right materials and stuff like that, we're all going to die. And then in 2001, Anthrax was going to kill everybody. And the news covered all of that. Then in 2002, the West Nile virus was going to kill everybody. Oh, look out, the West Nile virus. Not to be outdone, in 2003, SARS was going to kill everyone here. SARS, scary stuff. But wait, 2004 is a good year. Eh, you know, no, nothing to worry about. No, no show here. You know, nothing to see here. But in 2005, the bird flu. Oh, my God, the bird flu. Everyone's going to die and get sick from it. But a year later, the bird flu wasn't as strong as E. coli. You know, you eat a certain thing, you get sick, you're going to die. In 2007, said, we'll take a break from all the panic. We don't want to scare nobody. But in 2008, the bad economy. Oh, the sky is falling. Oh, my God, everyone's losing money. Oh, your, 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 your uh, 401k is gone. Your 403b is gone. Oh, my God, no more money. We're going to die. Then, after we bounced back, the swine flu was going to kill us all in 2009. Wow. So if Y2K, anthrax, West Nile virus, SARS, bird flu, E. coli, or the economy wasn't going to kill you, the swine flu was going to kill you. But wait, there's more. Because every year there has to be some kind of crazy pandemic. BP oil was going to kill us all. Oh, man, what the hell? Then, hate to say this because I hate politics, but in 2011, Obamacare was going to kill us all. Everybody be aware of this Obamacare. It's scary stuff. Then, in 2012, everybody decided to pull out their Mayan calendars and say, According to the Mayan calendar, the end of the world was going to kill us all. Oh, let's make a news story about it. Let's go out to Mexico. Let's go out to where the original Mayan calendar was made. And let's interview all the people around there and talk about how the world's going to end in 2012. Well, guess what? I'm still talking and it's way past 2012. But since the Mayan calendar showing that the end of the world was coming didn't come, we waited until 2013 where North Korea was going to kill everybody. Oh, no, those crazy North Koreans are going to kill everyone. The world's going to end. But we all survived North Korea. Ebola in 2014 was going to take us out. Ebola. Because, you know, we survived all that other stuff, so media has to come up with something, and Ebola was going to do the trick to kill us all. But Ebola failed in their quest to kill everybody. So in 2015, Disney measles and ISIS was going to kill us all. <laughs> Man, 
Man, you know, because Ebola didn't do the trick. So if you went to Disneyland and got the measles and then ran into ISIS, both of them were going to kill the whole world combined, tag team. But guess what? That didn't happen. So in 2016, Zika was going to kill us all. I'm not even aware what Zika is, was. Zima is the only thing I know that sounds close, and those things never killed anything except my buzz. So, I'm here all week. So, Zika didn't kill everybody. The migrant caravans of 2018 just might kill everybody. You know, those pesky migrant caravans. Man, they're going to kill everybody. Put it on the news. Everybody's caravan. All the migrant caravans are coming to take over. Oh, wait. We're still here, right? Let's make up something else. In 2019, measles was going to kill everyone in sight. Those The, the measles were going to just take them all out. It's a sexy story. You know, it's a pandemic. Measles are going to kill everyone. But wait, we survived the measles. Now we got the coronavirus. The coronavirus is going to get everyone. <laughs> I took that list from the internet. Because it was going around, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about it. It's all ridiculous, right? It's all ridiculous, everything I just named, right? Y2K, anthrax, West Nile virus, SARS, bird flu, E. coli, the bad economy, swine flu, BP oil, Obamacare, end of the world Mayan calendar, North Korea, Ebola, Disney measles and ISIS, Zika, fake news, migrant caravans, measles, and now the coronavirus. It's going to kill us all. This is what I can't stand about the thing I love. I, working in the media 20 years, there's always something that's going to take out the world. <laughs> you know, and then it played havoc on the, the stock market, and a lot of people lost their damn in retirement over the week. <sighs> Above all the ignorance that's coming out, people wearing masks, which they've said, masks don't help you unless you have it. It doesn't prevent you from getting it. It's simple, y'all. Wash your hands. Don't touch your mouth when you're out in public. Wash your ass. <laughs> and, you know, just be safe. Cover your mouth when you sneeze, but not with your hands. You know, use your arm. It's that simple. The thing that I really hate that's going to be a huge side effect from the coronavirus is good old-fashioned racism. Yes, and I've witnessed it firsthand, and it's disgusting. I hate racism. Yes, I know, that's rare, right? I hate racism. <laughs> of course people hate racism, except the KKK and whoever else benefits from it. But the thing is, and I've seen this happen in downtown LA, and I've seen it on TV, Chinese people are catching a lot of hell from ignorant people. I was downtown just the other day, and there were some Asian kids walking. You could tell they're like exchange students. They weren't from America. And one of them happened to sneeze. And there were a group of people that said, Mary, keep that away from me. I want that coronavirus. That's nasty, man. Get the hell away from me. What the hell, man? People are so stupid. It makes me sick. 
Then I was watching the news, KTLA 5 here in Los Angeles, and they interviewed a few kids from some school down in Newport Beach. I'll reserve comment. (laughs) But they interviewed a little girl and her mother. Both of them scared to send their kids to school because they have Chinese immigrant students that attend the school and they're afraid that they'll catch the coronavirus. The kids were tested and were shown that they were okay. But no, the kids are Chinese. Pull my kids out of school. So the one thing that the coronavirus has affected is people's judgment. I mean, come on, man. Seriously? The coronavirus? Yes, it's serious. I'm not making light of this. And I don't, if people are even making it political, which I think is stupid. It's not political. It's a serious issue. And remember, y'all, it ain't just China that's strongly affected. Italy is fighting that really bad, too. But you don't see Italian kids getting attacked and getting mocked in America because of the coronavirus. No, I'm not trying to make it a political thing. I swear I'm not. And I don't use racism as clickbait or, you know, a topic on my show most of the time. I'm just tired of the media spreading this like, oh, my God, the world's coming to an end. The coronavirus is killing everybody. Yes, it's hit America, and there's two people, two confirmed deaths in the state of Washington. So I'm not mocking this. But let's look at how many people died from the flu in the state of Washington this year. I bet it's double the amount that's two. I'm no statistician, but I'm pretty sure by the end of the year, more than two people will have passed away from the flu. So my point is simply this. I said all that to say this. Not making a mockery of it whatsoever. But what I am saying is, let's not make this the end of the world. Sky is falling. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Let's be mean to Chinese people. Let's make little jokes about, you know. I've seen people, even on my Instagram and Facebook, that I had to unfriend, talking about take nukes to China, they're messing up my stocks. Really? What the hell's wrong with you? I DM that person, so what, what's wrong with you? Nuke a whole country because your stocks are suffering? Well, there's families that are dying from this damn disease, this illness, this virus. Worry about your stocks. Very, um, no, I won't say it. No one get in trouble. But look, y'all, I'm serious, man. Let's stop panicking and let's start taking action. Everybody, simplest form, if you don't know how long to wash your hands, sing happy birthday at a normal pace. It's about 22 seconds. Wash and dry your hands. If you sneeze, use your arm to cover your sneeze. And just stay clean. Stay clean. Don't. Touch something and touch your mouth. 
then you get sick. All right? Now, the other thing is, okay, it came from China, originated there, and it's really bad in Italy. Let's not do the whole coronavirus Chinese jokes. It's played and it's stupid and it's ignorant. You know, that's just dumb. That's just really dumb. So stop with the panic. Stop with the racism. Wash your hands and grow the hell up. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast. This portion of the Big Brother Jake Podcast is brought to you by FabulistaCookies.com. Their products are freshly measured, mixed, baked, and packaged. So you can be sure that the goodies you receive have not been sitting pre-made for days. Because who wants pre-made cookies that sit around? That's just not good. It's a freshness and unfabricated homemade quality that awaits you. Let nostalgia be your friend, your transporter, your memory router. Go to FabulistaCookies.com and let them know the Big Brother J Podcast sent you. Shout out to Jesse Dallas Childs, my home girl, for 20-some years. Man, she puts out a delicious product. And if you're really worried about the coronavirus, you can order it. You ain't got to go out and get them. Take a couple days to get to you, but you'll get your cookies. So, not mocking it, but yes, shout out to FabulistaCookies.com. Longtime sponsor and the very first sponsor on the Big Brother Jake podcast. And that partnership's going to last as long as we can because that's my girl and we take care of family around this part. So, yes, we discussed pandemics and we discussed this coronavirus and the wide worldwide panic that's going on with it. And yes, it's deadly. But we rarely talk about the pandemics that go on within our social structures, our family structures. I'm talking about the pandemic that's known as narcissism. Now, I barely graduated college and Barely past high school, shout out to San Bernardino Unified School District. For those that don't know, a narcissist is a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. And yes, we know people that have some sort of this pandemic we call narcissism. Some people, you know, are considered narcissistic if... They take a ton of selfies or they're showing their flex pictures, you know, flexing at the gym or, you know, that's a form of narcissism. And I don't really care about that too much, but there's people in this world right now that are in relationships, that have friends, wives, husbands that have gone through this pandemic known as narcissism. Self-absorbed. Somebody that's just all about themselves. It's so bad that there's a disorder named after it called Narcissistic Personality Disorder. It's a mental health condition. Um, I've done a lot of reading on this and I experienced it. I know people that are going through it at this very moment. I know people that may be a narcissist and don't even know. And if I Touch a nerve or strike a nerve as I read some of these things to you and discuss some of these things to you, the audience. And you're like, nah, Jake, you're wrong. I'm probably right, and you're probably going to check yourself. 
and I don't really care. But it's something that I've noticed. It's something I've studied on. It's something that I've discussed with people close to me, and it's a real epidemic. It's a real bad situation for a lot of people out there that don't know they're actually experiencing this. So I went on Healthline.com, and there's a doctor by the name of Timothy J. Leg that uh, wrote an article, and it's a very good one. I, I, I've read different things on narcissism, narcissistic people, but this particular article really hit home. And NPD, or Narcissistic Personality Disorder, um, the condition's characterized by an inflated sense of importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, lack of empathy for others, and they often have troubled relationships. Now, the, some of the other criteria uh, for NPD is a grandiose sense of self-importance, preoccupi preoccupation. <laughs> I did get, graduate college, I promise. Preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love, meaning the kind of love they think you should have from them. They also have a belief that they're special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with other special or high-status people or institutions. Narcissists have a need for excessive admiration, a big sense of entitlement, interpersonality exploitative behavior, a lack of empathy, not caring about others, not caring about, you know, people that are going through tragedy in their lives, death, whatever. Narcissism, a big lack of empathy is a big part of that. Envy of others or a belief that others are envious of them and a demonstration of arrogant and haughty behaviors and attitudes. Now, I can stop there and you know discuss this as we go, but I don't think you know a lot of people know uh, they hear those terms and they hear those things, but they're like, no, that ain't me, or that's not the person I know, or I might know something, or I might know somebody like this. But if you still don't know, this particular doctor that I discussed, Dr. Timothy J. Leg, goes on to tell you what to look out for. There's nine different signs. You may be a narcissist. Or you may be with a narcissist. Number one, they start off very charming at first. Very charming. You start off in a fairy tale relationship that everything is fun, everything's happy. They're the best woman or man that you could be with. They just match every little thing. They, they notice what you love, so they act upon it and make sure they take care of you. But as soon as you do something to disappoint them, they may turn on you. And that's one of the signs that they say you might be with a narcissist or know a narcissist. Second part, they like to hog the conversation and talk about how great they are or what they've accomplished or, hey, look at me. I've done so much in my life, in my career, and in my, with my family. I've done so much for you that like they love the admiration and they have to talk about it and they have to let the other person know what they've done, 
how self-assured they need that appearance of self-assurance okay and they want to feel smart they want to feel better than the rest of the room and, and let the world know hey look what i do look what i've done look what i do for you on a daily basis that's another sign that you might know or might be with a narcissist the third sign they feed off of your compliments they need a lot of praise and if you're not going to get it from them, they're going to fish for it. Like, hey, remember that thing I did for you? If I didn't do that for you, you wouldn't uh, exist or you wouldn't be this person or that or whatever. So they love your compliments, but they're also going to let you know, hey, look, I've done a lot for you. Why don't you show me love as well? You know, so... Am I still with you? Do I still have my audience? Are we still here? Yes, I'm going deep with this because it's something that hits home to me. And I know there's at least one more person in this world that's going through this, that knows a person like this, that knows a family member like this, that knows a husband or wife like this. You might be married to this person. You might be dating this person. You might be a son or daughter of this person. I'm going to keep going. Okay, so the fourth thing, they lack empathy. They lack the skill to make you feel seen or validated or understood and they accept or, or accepted because they don't have a concept of what it is to be emotional or have feelings. They don't care. Like nothing in the world grasps their emotions. They don't care if you went through this or that. It's all about them. They don't care about anything that makes you sad because they need that same empathy for themselves. But if they don't get it, they're not going to show you any empathy. So narcissists have the inability to empathize or sympathize. And eventually, things fall apart for them within their relationships with whether it's marriage, dating, families, whatever. Another sign of narcissism is that they don't have any or not a lot of long-term friends. You know, a lot of people that don't experience or are not narcissistic will have friendships of over 15, 20, 30 years, okay? And narcissists that really only care about themselves don't have any long-term real friends. They don't dig deep into connections. They have casual acquaintances. You know, they'll talk shit with their friends and their enemies. But they may lash out when you want to hang out with your friends. So it's like, hey, how come you want to hang out with them and not me? Look at me. I'm better than your friends. Why you want to go out with the fellas? I'm your girl. Why you want to leave the house? And vice versa. Narcissists don't have friends because it's all about them. They make you feel guilty for wanting to spend time with everyone else but them. They want to talk trash and all your friends, all of them, they have something to say every single time about every single friend of yours. They'll curse at them. They'll talk trash on them. They'll say things that are just really rude. Then they always say, 
You don't spend time with me. How come you never spend time with me? How come you never want to hang out? That's a narcissist. Yeah, I think I've already struck a couple chords, but guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep going because I am a man of the people. I'm here to serve my listeners because right about now, if you've heard some of these signs, you might be like, damn, tell me more about this. I want to know if I'm dealing with a narcissist in my family, in my relationship, in my marriage. Yeah, I'll keep going. Why not? A narcissist will constantly pick on you. They'll put you down. They'll call you names. You know, they'll do the, you know what? I wish that, you know, you'd be better at cooking. Just kidding. You know, hurtful one-liners. You know, they'll text you with a, you make me sick, LOL, you know. And they'll make jokes that aren't funny. They'll make jokes that aren't funny and are meant to put you down and cover it up with a laugh. The goal of a narcissist is to lower someone else's self-esteem so they can increase their own self-esteem because it makes them feel very powerful. A narcissist loves to get reaction from somebody when they've said something that's crazy, like something so off the wall they want to push your buttons. That's what a narcissist does. They like to do that because it shows them that they have the power to affect another person's emotional state. <laughs> Man, some of y'all just, you know, am I preaching today? Yeah, get mad that I'm acting like a pastor or something. Yeah, y'all hear me? Amen? All right. <laughs> a warning sign is that if they knock you down with insults, when you do something worth celebrating, get away. Because a narcissist might say, you were able to do that because I didn't sleep well. Or some excuse to make it seem like you have an advantage that they didn't have. Well, you got to do this because I was able to afford it. Or I was a, you were able to finish college because I'm the one that was able to do this with the kids and this with the... That's what they do. That's a warning sign. Another telltale sign you may know, be with, married to, or associate with a narcissist is that they gaslight you. Now, I just learned this term because I've done a lot of reading these past 10 months. Gaslighting is a form of manipulation and emotional abuse, and it's a hallmark for narcissism. Narcissists may spew blatant lies, falsely accuse others, spin the truth, and ultimately distort your reality. Some of the signs of gaslighting from a narcissist might include that you no longer feel like the person you used to be, you feel more anxious and less confident than you used to be, you often wonder if you're being too sensitive, you feel like everything you do is wrong. You always think it's your fault when things go wrong. You apologize often. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wait, yeah, that's what, that's what they make you feel like. You have a sense that something's wrong, but aren't able to identify what it is. You often question whether your response to your partner or friend or family member is appropriate. And you make excuses for that person's behavior. <laughs> Woo, man, I'm touching a nerve, boy. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. Narcissists do these things. They want to control every aspect of your life when they feel like they're not controlling anything. They do this to cause others to doubt themselves as a way to gain superiority. Narcissists thrive off being worshipped. 
so they could use manipulation tactics to get you to do just that. What kind of person would want to control somebody so bad that they're willing to do mental abuse to them? <laughs> Woo, man. Is it getting hot in here? Woo. Oh, I'm not done yet. Some of y'all may have turned this off already. Some of y'all might be pissed off at me. But guess what? I don't give a damn because we're going to learn something today. I ain't letting y'all narcissists get away with nothing no more. And I might be friends with them. I know a few. I've been around a few. We'll keep going. Narcissists like to dance around defining their relationships. There's thousands of reasons someone might not want to label your relationship, but hey, narcissists have a way of dancing around it. They, they, they exhibit some of these symptoms that they won't commit to, and it can show up as a red flag to some. Like if you speak up and own your feelings about their disrespect, you know, saying, hey, look, I don't like the way you treat me. I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like the way that you don't let me do this. I don't like the way that you answer my questions with that. They blame you for causing the fuss. They say you're the one that has the problem. You're the one that's crazy. You're the one that acts all these ways. You're the root of the problem. Not me. You. You may be the root of the problem and make me act that way towards you because you're the one that did it to me. That's what they do. And I won't keep going, but this one might be one of the most definitive signs of a narcissist. Narcissists think they're right about everything and they never say they're sorry. <laughs> you can't compromise or debate with a narcissist. You can't have a dis you, you, you can't see a disagreement as a disagreement. You try to kick them some truth and they ain't having it. For those that are thinking, damn, maybe I'm with a narcissist, I'm married to one, I'm dating one, I'm friends with one with one. They don't hear you. They don't understand you. They never take responsibility for their part in any issues you have. And they never, ever try to compromise. Now, some of y'all may be deep into this and you're like, Jake, yeah, I, I think you hit every button on this with this uh, article and, and all the research you've done. And I've done a lot of research on this. Well, some of y'all are trying to figure out how you could outwit a narcissist and maybe just not have any kind of relationship with them, whether it's marriage, whether it's dating, friendships. I've discussed all the elements or the, the types of you know relationships with a narcissist. But if you're trying to end a relationship with a narcissist, the best game plan with a narcissist is avoiding negotiation and arguments. Why? Because the thing that drives a narcissist crazy is the lack of control and the lack of a fight. A narcissist will do everything they can to argue with you and just push your buttons and talk to you a certain way so they can control the narrative. That's what a narcissist does. They like to control the narrative. They like to control every little piece of what's going on in the world. The person that a narcissist is with or associated with, they don't want them 
to have any kind of independent thinking whatsoever. Yes, this is me going off the cuff here. They don't want you to get wise to their games. They don't want you to know what they're up to. They like to keep you in the dark, and they like to make sure they control every aspect of every part of their relationships. That way, they feel empowered, and they do not want to give any power to anybody that could leave. That can have their own form of free thinking. So <laughs> I'm telling you, if you know someone like this, don't be associated with someone like this. Because they're not gonna accept your help. And if you keep saying, Oh, I'm gonna stay there, I'm gonna stay there, I got you, they're gonna be like, Yeah, that's right, you know it. You know it. I run things. You know what? I'm going to keep going. This is my podcast, and why the hell not? <laughs> Another sign you might be with a narcissist, and I was touching on it, but I'm going to just go there. They panic when you try to break up with them or end a relationship with them. Because as soon as you back away from a narcissist, they'll try much harder to keep you in their lives. You know, they'll try to what they call, quote-unquote, love bomb you. You know, all the things you weren't getting in the beginning. I'll give a perfect example. You know, hey, maybe I want to have more happy times with you. No, I'm not down for that. Not tonight. No, thank you. You don't do this right. You don't do that right. You don't make me happy no more. You don't pull your weight around here. Yeah, I know you clean and do the dishes and take the kids to school and all this stuff, but you still don't pull enough weight around here. Okay, you know what? Deuces. I'm done with you. Don't want to be around you. Don't want to have nothing to do with you no more because you can't appreciate me. So what does a narcissist do? Oh, you know what? Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you so much for doing that. Hey, baby, why don't you come over here? Yeah, baby, come over here. And um, hey, I was thinking, you know, it's been a long time. Why don't we? No, stop it. Yeah, move. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Yes. <laughs> Get out of my face. I don't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> they try. They love bomb you. Buy your gifts. Buy your favorite snacks. Start doing stuff around the house. Start praising you so much more. And then they just stop. They just stop. <laughs> That's what a narcissist does. It's fact. And so the last major step, when you've gone all through this hell, and some of y'all may be really just maybe sick to your stomach at this point hearing all this. Like, oh, shit, really? Some of y'all may be like, man, Jake, you're an asshole. Some people may say, Jake, you are a narcissist. Go ahead and say that. Not true. <laughs> some of us so show signs of narcissism. Not all of us are not guilty. But some of the, there's people I know that exhibit all these behaviors. Now, for the ones that are in relationships, married, dating, whatever, with a narcissist. The big step is that when you show them that you're totally done with everything, you're done with them, you don't want to be with them no more, 
you're sick of their shit, it's time to get the fuck out of the house, I'm done, they lash the hell out at you. When you insist that you're done, they make it their goal to hurt you for leaving them. (laughs) Why? Because their ego is so bruised and it causes them to go the fuck off and have hatred for anybody that's wronged them. Because in their minds, they think everything is everyone else's fault, including the breakup. So a narcissist could do everything to you. You wise up. You're like, man, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm waking up. I see all these signs. I'm not doing this no more. You know what? I'm out of here. That's right. It's your fault you're leaving. You are the reason all this happens. Okay, name me a reason. You know why. I don't have to tell you. (laughs) So what do they do? They blame everyone else for ending the relationship. Don't take any accountability. And then narcissists tend to badmouth others to save their own face. They may start dating right away, right after the breakup, to try to make you feel jealous to heal their ego. Or, (laughs) or (laughs) they go on a campaign I'm on that political thing because of the promo in the beginning. They'll go on a campaign to steal your friends. Tell their friends, oh, you know what, man? Jake was such an asshole, and he's the one that, you know, left me. Um, He's a piece of crap. I would never want to be a friend to that guy. You should really think about your friendship with that guy. <laughs> I use me as an example. Okay, so that's what they do. They start recruiting others to join in their hate and their hurt of their ego being broken. So that's what a narcissist does. They will do some damning things to you to damage your, 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 your brain and your heart. And it's unfortunate. But if you have heard all these signs of what a narcissist is, you want to get out of that vicious cycle? Here's a few things I had to learn on my own by a lot of reading, a lot of meditating, a lot of talking to people that have experienced this. You have to constantly remind yourself that you deserve better because your self-esteem is so low, you think this is the best it can be. Or you think you can't live without this person, whether it's emotionally, physically, financially, all of the above. You think I can't do better than where I'm at now. So I stay. And that's absolutely, absolutely wrong. You got to remind yourself that you're better and you deserve better each and every day. Not an easy task to look in the mirror after being with a narcissist for years and realize, damn, I deserve better than this. It doesn't feel good to feel bad all the time. So keep that in mind when you're preparing. Also, strengthen your relationships with your empathetic friends. Friends that are always there for you. Friends that are, you know, you can call them at 2.30 in the morning and be like, yo, I need to talk to you. Work on those relationships. Those are the friends going to help you out. Those are the friends that are going to be with you each and every day. You build 
a support network with friends and family who can help remind you what is reality. So you're going through these motions with a narcissist. And you think that, oh, my God, man, I'm never going to get out of this. I did, I, I'm not good. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. You know, I just got to settle for whatever reason. You know, like if it's a divorce, it's, oh, man, you know, my babies. Or it's, man, it's financial. Like, you know, I'm not making as much as her or whatever the case may be. Build you a support network with friends and family who remind you what is reality. You can leave. You can do your best. You are way worthy of this. That's what you need. If you really want to make it work, and you really want to make things right, because you love this person even though they have slipped into a narcissistic type attitude and ego, if you really want to make it work, you can urge your partner to get therapy and get therapy yourself. Because you can't change a narcissistic person or make them happy. Loving them is not enough. And you can't do it by changing yourself to meet their desires over and over because you're going to lose yourself trying to please a narcissist. And a narcissist is like, that's right. You're supposed to give me all those things. Narcissists can't be fulfilled in relationships. Or any areas of their life because nothing is ever special enough for them. Never. You can do anything for a narcissist and they'll be like, okay, but you didn't do this. Yo, I cooked I cook the dinner. I cleaned the house. I washed the cars. I got them maintenance. I got them serviced. The kids are in bed. You know, I did all those things. Um, just want to let you know. Yeah, thanks for all that, but you still didn't do the bathroom. That's narcissistic behavior. Now, I'm not saying, <laughs> please, if none of this works and something happens, man, I am not responsible for it. And neither is this article that I, I've been studying in any of my studies. But these are some of the things I've experienced. And these are some of the things I know others have experienced. So my point is this. Narcissistic people. Nothing will ever be good enough. Ever. Ever. And now you know. And if you don't believe me, in the months of studies and reading that I've done, and the people I've talked to, which is fine, I'm not expecting you to be like, damn, Jake, you know, you think you know it all. I only have a bachelor's, and it's not in any kind of behavioral science. <laughs> well, technically, yes, it's, um, you know, organizational management but i only know how to organize groups and and manage groups i don't know how to break down what you should do but strictly my opinion my experience you deal with a narcissist a narcissist will never be happy they're never satisfied they never take accountability they like to push your buttons they like to treat you bad to make themselves feel good because they have low self-esteem and they will constantly remind you of the things you've done wrong in the past to hold you as hostage as a prisoner <laughs> that's what a narcissist is that's a true pandemic and it's in a lot of relationships all over the world and some people now know what a narcissist is. Some may not, 
but now you have a little bit of knowledge to go a long way. Do your own research. Figure out your own truth. Listen to your own um, professionals and whatnot. But I'm going to tell you this straight up. Narcissists will never change no matter how much good you do. So if you're in a relationship where you feel trapped with a narcissist, there are some tools out there that can help you get through it. And Big Brother Jake is here to help you get through it your damn self. Just I went through a lot of experiences in life, and I wanted to talk about it today. Because narcissism has got to stop. And if you're feeling any of those symptoms from somebody you know, love, trust, care about, friends with, do something about it. You can't save them unless they want to be saved. They can't change unless they want to be changed. But if you had enough, get the hell out of it. End it. Because you'll never be happy trying to make somebody else happy. Happiness does not come from a form of a person, a trip, a purchase. It comes from within. And you will not get that happiness from a narcissist. Hello, everybody. You listening to my daddy, Big Brother Jake. This is the Big Brother Jake broadcast. Bye, everybody. This portion of the Big Brother Jake podcast is brought to you by the Magic Mirror of Los Angeles. You can go to themagicmirrorla.com and check out the most innovative photo booth the world has ever seen. If you're ready to make your next event magical, go to themagicmirrorla.com. And my man Adrian, he'll take care of you. He'll give you a good price, good deal, for private events, parties, all those things. I'm telling you. You can email them at themagicmirrorla at gmail.com. They also have an Instagram account, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. And it's a minority-owned business, so yes, I'm going to shout you out. And Adrian, he's a good kid. I call him a kid because he's younger than me. Everybody's a kid. But this Magic Mirror is popping, man. Like All these themes you could do on it, it's fantastic. Go to themagicmirrorla.com and let them know the Big Brother Jake podcast sent you. So next week... Along with the independent music spotlight, oh damn, yes, I'm not doing it this week because we got way too deep into uh, the pandemic that's known as narcissism. And I just I had to let the world know about narcissism, narcissists, and my personal experience with a narcissist. And it's frightening. And once you realize who you're dealing with, it, it'll open your eyes a little bit. So yeah, we had to go a little long on that. So I apologize. But Next week, along with the Independent Music Spotlight, which I have a hip-hop legend, I kid you not, that submitted his music to me and said, please, Big Brother Jake, play this for me so all of the world can hear my new joint. I'm like, you know what? I'll do that. The man can just, let me just say this. He has party anthems, and, and they're dope, and he's still doing it, traveling all over the world making, making dope music so and, and making a party live, so... Check that out next week. And for all you small business owners, please, like Adrian, like my girl Jessie, hit me up. I would love to do a segment, and all I would do is just plug your particular business. I love to promote small businesses. 
Uh, I will do whatever it takes. If you if you have a product, if you have a business, I don't care as long as it's legal. Because I'm not trying to you know go to jail my damn self. If you have a legal business, it's legit, and you want to promote it, free promotion. I ain't got to pay a dime. Hit me up, the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com or go to the Big Brother Jake at the Big Brother Jake Podcast on Instagram or my personal public page at Big Brother Jake. Uh, you can hit me on the DM. And let me know that you'd love to plug your business and be on my show. And I'll call you up. We'll, we'll record you. And we'll, we'll do a straight dope-ass segment about promoting businesses, small business in particular. So if you work for a big corporation, unless you're cutting a check, I don't want no business with you. But if you're cutting the check, we will do a whole show and sponsor you. Or you'll sponsor this show and we'll take your money. So let's make sure. To hit up the Big Brother Jake podcast at gmail.com. And I promise you, I will make time and put you on the air. All right. <sighs> Man, what a show, right? Um, I know I was trying to be funny in the beginning. I had to soften the blow so when you guys heard what I was about to talk about, you were like, damn, wasn't expecting that. I know. I didn't really promote pandemics of narcissism. So. Just something I feel real strong about, and I won't have it in my life. And if you feel I struck a nerve with you, good. Change. Do better. Or don't like me. I don't give a damn. So, oh, just people that have ego like that, that just feel they could treat people a certain way and control them, that's just disgusting. That's terrible. But I, I spoke on that for about 30 minutes. And I'm not going to keep going. But what I want to do is take a little time to um, send thoughts and prayers to the people of Nashville, Tennessee. I have a lot of friends there. Um, Nashville is a very special place to me. I love the city. I love the people. I love the restaurants. I even like the music, some of the music that that comes out of Nashville. I, I'm a fan, you know. Um it's a special place, and uh, they were hit hard by a tornado on March 3rd. And I woke up to that news, and right away, everybody that I know was on Facebook for before I could even call them. They were on Facebook, and we're marked safe. Thank you, Lord. You know, but not everybody is that lucky. Um, so my thoughts and prayers go out to the people of Nashville. And if you want to contribute or help in some sort of way financially, uh, the United Way of Rutherford and Cannon Counties is offering a giving opportunity to help affected areas. Uh, a relief fund has been established and donations may be made to one of the following methods. You could text RELIEF2020 to 41444. Again, you could text RELIEF2020 to 41444. If you want to go online, you can go to igfn.us slash f slash 20z0 slash n. Or if you want to write a check, you can go to P.O. Box 330056 to Murfreesboro, Tennessee 37133. And on the memo line of the check, type in, or I'm sorry, type in, write in Relief 2020. All proceeds, all 
100% of the funds received will go to relief efforts that will be used to address related needs throughout Middle Tennessee. And for those that, by any crazy way, is listening to this podcast while they're in need, or if you know somebody in need, let them know they could text 211 or call 1-800-318-9335. Again, those that are uh, in need of assistance, contact United Way by dialing 211 or 1-800-318-9335. Ah, man. So, again, tornadoes just ripped through the area, and it's devastating to hear. So, my thoughts and prayers go out to you. And, uh, man, what a show. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and land the plane now. Um, took you for a hell of a ride. Um, I promise next week will be a lot more fun, but you just – I. I Sometimes I'll I'll be you know what confession full on confession I had the show done completely done but I wasn't feeling it so I did I waited I waited a day and that's my gut telling me you're about to have a nice topic to talk about and um don't put this out yet so I stayed up to like three in the morning and I was like damn I really want to put this out but. If I listen to my gut, my gut always wins. Not the gut that, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, not that gut. I know I got a big one. Gut. (laughs) Mine, not the gutter. I'm talking about my gut feeling. And so I just felt the need. I had an incident that happened the night that I'm recording this and felt, yeah, I'm going to address it because I'm tired of narcissists trying to run my life. And I don't care who knows it. And I know how to get back to that person. But I don't really care. Fed up. And narcissism is not tolerated by me. I've been a nice guy to a lot of people. A lot of people that didn't deserve me to be a nice guy to them. And I won't do it anymore. I refuse. You got the best of me best out of me, and I refuse to give you any more. And anybody that's going through a similar situation where you've dealt with a narcissist, it doesn't have to be a male, by the way. Males, men and women, men and women, both could be narcissists. We think of bodybuilders, oh, it's a man. No, women can do it too. You experience any of those things I talked about previous segment? You don't want that no more? You get the hell out of that. Don't put up with that. You're better than that. You're smarter than that. Hold your head up high. Chin up, buttercup. Chin up. Don't let a narcissist weigh you down and remind you of what they do every damn day of their life to make you better. You deserve better than that. I damn sure deserve better than that. I'm taking what's mine. So keep going. Don't put up with it. And I want to send my condolences to somebody that's real close to me. And yeah, I'm landing this plane, I promise. Um, the person that I want to send condolences to <laughs> is... The nice guy in me. 
Um, the nice guy passed away a couple nights ago. Um, the nice guy did a lot of great things for a lot of great people and was tired of getting hurt, tired of putting up with people's shit. And he had enough. And the nice guy died naturally and peacefully. And I wish my condolences to the nice guy I once was. <laughs> Not everybody gets a nice guy treatment anymore. It's the Big Brother Jake podcast, and I'm speaking on me this time. If you're really close to me, you get the nice guy. That if you're not and you've done hurtful things to me or my loved ones, nice guy's dead. No funeral. He's just gone. He ain't coming back. Nice guy is no longer part. Because they do finish last with a foot in the ass. And uh, rest in peace, nice guy. Not saying I'm being a complete asshole, because I'm not. But there's a velvet rope. I love helping people. I love helping people. And I know I've said it in the past, man, if you need anything, to people I barely know, if you need anything, let me know. Here's my number. People will take, 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 take from you. Leave you empty and not replenish a damn part of your soul. Soul suckers, man. Don't let that be you. I've had to learn a lot of things the hard way. A lot of things I learned the easy way because I'm booking street smart with a touch, with, with, with a uh, concentration in um, beauty salon <laughs> um, lifestyle. <laughs> learned a lot there too. But some things you got to learn the hard way. And being a nice guy and being extra accommodating and always looking out for people is not healthy to me. So, rest in peace, nice guy. Hope it was fun. Hope you had a good ride because um, it's no longer. Next week's episode of the Big Brother Jake Podcast. Again, small business owners, hit me up at the Big Brother Jake Podcast. The Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com. Independent Music Spotlight. Hip-hop legend to be named next week. One more slot if you're that dope. Hit me up, the Big Brother Jake Podcast at gmail.com, and any other tomfoolery and hijinks that we can uh, get into. So, for all my Apple users, um, go to your podcast app and rate the show. Give us five stars. Why not? Man, I'm trying, trying to get that top 200. I've talked enough. I'm done. I'm going to go to bed now. So, I say to y'all, <clears throat> wait for it. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. You're listening to the Big Brother Jake Podcast.